Alright, we're on the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. Yep, that's the intro. <laughs> we're a few beers deep already while we record this one. On the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. I'm, of course, your host, Professor Hot Sauce. Longtime friend of the show, G-Dub. How's it going, buddy? Really good, buddy. Really good. We, Re- we may have recorded one of the, my favorite podcasts five minutes ago. I think that was a really good podcast. I do, too. And it actually spurred the idea on this one. And on this podcast, we want to talk about the evolution of relationships. And what I mean by that is more so like your inner thoughts of what the perfect relationship should be like. Because I'll tell you this, when I was a young kid, you know, you don't know fuck all, right? So you think a perfect relationship is kind of like what your mom and dad were. That's at least where I got it from. So, you know, you think two people get married, they look after kids together, and that's a perfect relationship. I also looked at my grandparents the same way. It's like, okay, so obviously when you're a kid, you, well, I mean, I didn't. I didn't see all the, the shit, which is good, but my parents' relationship didn't work out. I was only, I was only, I think, six years old when they separated. So then, I think a lot of people get that kind of... Uh, idea that maybe relationships aren't all they are cracked up to be but for me then you you go into puberty and then you're like i just want to fuck everything (laughs) right so then you're like the only way you could do that is by getting in a relationship because you don't know any better so when i was a teenager that's kind of i was like okay i gotta date somebody if i want to fuck somebody so the whole idea was like i didn't know how relationships worked at all and it was kind of like trial by error and then the first relationship was basically a friendship where after like two months, we finally held hands and kissed each other. And then eventually romance at its finest. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Eventually we took each other's virginity. The sex was awful. Always will be. And then it was kind of like, this is what I was waiting for. Okay, like, for real, though. So the first time you have sex in your life, just just to, like, back roll this, like, when has it ever been, like, somebody losing their virginity being like, that was the most amazing sex I've ever had? Who refers to the best sex they've had in their life is when they lost their virginity? <laughs> it's like you have, at that age, like, how old were you, sorry? I was 18. Yeah, like, how much even dick control do you have at 18, let alone, like, know what the fuck you're doing? Like, it's like, fuck, you're just happy to be in the game at that point. Well, yeah, it's that that's actually a great podcast episode we should maybe explore <laughs> sometimes is, like, first-time sex. But, yeah, I mean, it was enjoyable enough. Oh, fuck, I, it's amazing at the moment. But it's just, like, when you look back at it, it's like, holy fuck, like, I was a pathetic mess. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was awful. Like, it, was, can, it was still, it, it, the pros outweighed the cons. Oh, fuck. Like, it's still cool to see a naked girl. Always will <laughs> be. Know what like, I mean? I'll go to my grave thinking that. Yeah, but like the sex itself, like the things that led up to the sex were more memorable yes. than the actual su- sex itself. True. I would say. So the, the, the game. Yeah, like, but that's that was the relationship, right? Like, I felt like. I was better at building a relationship because it it meant so much to me back then. I think you sometimes get jaded by what happens afterwards. For me, it was kind of like as I progressed through life, I realized, oh, you know what? I'm in university now. I don't need to date a girl before we have sex. 
we can just get really drunk at the bar, decide we think we're each other are good looking and think we have great personalities and then go home together and have slightly better sex than the first time I had sex in my life. And then you do that several times and then they're like, holy shit, why do I need a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically my evolution of how I viewed relationships. But then, okay, but it, it, you know what? Just to, just to step in, that kind of has a lot to do with sort of like, like you said, you perceive relationships as to what your parents, grandparents, whatever. Your parents separated at a very young age, uh, like, at, at, like of your age. Um, my parents, opposite, still together to this day. Uh, happy relationship? Not likely. Uh, more like, you know, just that typical we hung it out together kind of thing. And I think that that's very admirable in some cases. My life in particular, not a fan. Like, I don't want to half-ass my way through life sort of shit. I agree. Yeah, like, you got to be happy with it, with a with a few aspects of your life. There's some really hard hitters that you got to be very on point with, I think. Right. And so for me, like, I'll still, the idea of a relationship is still not off limits for my mentality. I don't think it is either. I don't think it's off anybody's radar. It's pretty close for me. I don't know, though. It might be, but maybe you just haven't experienced the, the relationship you're looking for. Well, and, and I mean, in many aspects, I have. Like, I've been in very few serious relationships, but the few I have... You know, there's great aspects of it. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, my personality kind of lends itself to, like, I'm a very strong, independent man. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't know, need no woman to take care of me. I can do, I can do my things that I want to do. And I have a lot of friends. I'm at a point in my life, you know. I have an income where I can uh, do not a lot, but enough. Yep. That I can live a very happy life. And I have a lot of friends, luckily. You know, I think, I think for some people, their social status or social situation can influence their relationship. Because for me, I don't need to look for things to do on a Friday or Saturday. Well, this is true. I 100% I agree with you. But it also has a lot to do with like what you just said in the fact that you know what? I don't need no woman to be happy with my life. So that alone, like this whole mentality of like someone being like full cup, so to speak, uh, before they even try to bring somebody else into their lives is huge. And a lot of people aren't. A lot of people try to like fill a void. Yep. Like me trying to find somebody to make my life happy. Well, that's going to fucking end up in disaster. Well, and you have kids. Well, I have kids. Yeah, yeah, I do. But like if I'm not in a state where I just love my life of me being in my life right now, and not that I'm trying to be selfish about my own life, but at the same rate, it's like, yeah, I would love to introduce somebody into my life. But if I'm looking for somebody to make my life better, that's, that's a recipe for disaster. I agree. So I think tons of people get into relationships and like uh, emotional transition, like somebody who's in a long-term relationship with somebody and then they fucking break up and then they jump into another relationship right away in this transfer of emotion. Like people who never actually go through a phase where they deal with the shit 
of not being single and not getting over their ex and they transition the love for their ex to their new person <laughs> that is fucking like 90 percent of the people that i meet this oh, emotion it's, it's fucking insane it's so insane and you know what when i first started this podcast i wrote down like literally a hundred ideas for episodes and one of them was serial daters yes and that's exactly what you're describing it's like i can't be alone for a single second I don't know what to do with my life. Like that's to me, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like the opposite. It's like, what the fuck? And I adult very poorly. So maybe I should adopt <laughs> that a little bit. <laughs> like I realize this, I make, I make a lot of fucking, if someone, like if there was a future yep. where if they had like robots teaching humans how to be the perfect human, I'm not, in, I'm not in very many chapters. Like, I'm in the opposite. I'm like, yeah, this hot sauce guy. Like, no, <laughs> this don't, hot do, sauce guy. don't do that. Don't do that. Miserable life. Not true though. Not true. But, but I, I, I will say like, it's interesting the different way people view it. Like for me, the way I plan for the future is as an individual, right? Like if I'm ever planning a vacation, if I'm planning a big career change, if I'm planning any major milestone or step in my life, I am not consulting another person on it. So my future planning is all, always from a, a solo lone wolf type of mentality where I'm not really concerned the opinions of other people. Whereas I feel like other people make a lot of those decisions based on say their marital or relationship status, right? Like the career you choose has a huge influence on your relationship status yes. and how successful it is. Absolutely. Like you're 100% bang on. Um, you travel a lot in your work. It's like you're, it's difficult to maintain this, let's say standard relationship where it's like you work in the same, you work a nine to five, whatever the fuck it is. You see each other every night, you live together, that, that sort of standard relationship. That being the standard, I don't think there's a lot of careers that really lend to that. I haven't worked a nine to five job in 15 years. Wow. Like that I've worked shift work basically my entire life and not to like divulge my age or anything. Cause I'm young as fuck, <laughs> yeah. but just saying like, there's some child labor issues. Maybe yeah, there's the definitely child labor issues, but, um, the situation you're describing, you're right. There is no, there is no normalcy to a relationship anymore. I think you make it what you can make it. And I think there's lots of people, male and female that are on that same plight, so to speak. Right. Maybe. Well, I think that's a mistake people make is they try to think there is a normal relationship. Truth. So I think for me, it's like, I don't need to live up to any kind of standard. No. Like we discussed this last episode. If I could have 10 different fucking girlfriends in 10 different cities across the world and we just meet up and we travel and, and we forget our like day -to -day. shitty day-to-day -day things we have to deal with. That would be perfect for me. Absolutely. I'm not saying that's perfect for, for everyone, and that's fine. Like, this is, this is the whole point of doing this, this episode is saying that people's views on what a successful relationship are very different. For some people, their whole dream, as, and I have a lot of guy friends who are, you know, your age, in, in their 40s. <laughs> Whoa, in your 40s? Holy shit. 
Cause not yet. I'm just fucking. I know, bud. But guys that are in there, say, 35 plus. Yeah. But but still, let's say under 45. So you're kind of at that age where it's like, shit. You know, my lifelong dream was to have kids, and there's a lot of people that are like that, right? Yep. So then, I feel like their perception on what their ideal relationship very quickly changes. Because if you're now 35 or if you're 45 and you're single and you want to have children and you don't have children yet, well, guess what? You're going to probably want to meet that, that girl that works similar hours to you, also wants to have children, doesn't have children. But that changes you're not doing it organically. You're constructing a relationship. Absolutely. The, the relationship doesn't manifest itself organically. It just gets created because of what your long-term goals. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but that's definitely not how I approach it. Well, it's, um, it definitely leads you to disappointment. So this whole idea of constructing a relationship, I feel, is like huge. I have... Um, a friend of mine um, who wants this in a guy, this in a guy, this in a guy, this in a guy, this in a guy. And she literally lists off six things. And I'm like, of the single men in our area. You have uh, three choices. You ha- Yeah. Like you've just <laughs> limited yourself to eight potential guys. And we're not even talking about chemistry with these guys. Oh, I know. Right? So you're not even talking about personality. You literally talked about like things they own physical stature, etc., And you're not even talking about personality. So you've limited yourself to eight people. Like I know. what fucking stupidity does that? Like I even, I've said like what you're doing is setting yourself up for failure. And you're wondering why you're unsuccessful in finding somebody. It's because you've limited yourself. It's like, honest to God, like uh, I do not limit myself whatsoever. One thing I've learned about uh, dating in my thirties is that it's like, connection is everything um you can be a dime you can be whatever it's like that gets you so far in a relationship um if that's your goal if your goal is to sleep with people then yeah you're chasing these gorgeous women non-stop but at the same rate it's like i think everybody wants more you always are seeking more in a sense, like you said, like maybe I'm not at a point in my life where that's what I want. But if the right person and situation came along, there's no fucking way that you would turn that down. You're right. So this is, the, this is, this is why it's so interesting to me is because on the one hand, you have these people who are in these situations where they have a dream for themselves. Where it's either A, having kids or being married or whatever the fuck it is. Right? And so they settle. They settle. And they create these fucking bullshit rules where they now have potential three bachelors and we haven't even talked about chemistry. Whereas for a guy like me, I do the complete opposite. I say, fuck the rules. Yep. I'll date a 20 year old. If the, if the proper situation arises or fuck, fuck this, a 55 year old, I don't give a fuck. Yes. If we can connect emotionally and you just absolutely blow my mind with your intelligence, your personality, your humor, fuck all that other shit. Because you know what? The more I see of that other side where it's like you have to have six, six, uh, six feet tall. You have to yeah. have six figures in the bank account. You have to have six-pack abs. You have to... Let's be realistic. You have Nobody to, has six-pack abs here, okay? 
You have to love dogs. <laughs> like, fuck all that shit. No, you are not changing the individual I am. No. Because that's just, that. to me, that's just poison. That's not going to work for me. Because in some ways, I'm very uncompromising. Sometimes I think, yeah, fuck it. I think that's a great feature to have. You know what? Because it's going to come out eventually. If you don't like something about a situation, you should know where that person okay. stands on it, right? First, I'm going to point this out to you right now. Okay, you, you're a dog person. Let's say you're a dog person. Woman you meet, cat person. Are you like completely rejecting that person because they like cats? And Some people do. I, that's what I mean. Like, that's it's what I'm fucking saying. asinine. It's like completely ridiculous. Well, like, no, like we haven't even talked about religious religion yet. Oh my god, politics, politics, like all this other shit, like sports, like everything, huge. And it's 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 fucked. Because Don't get, get me wrong, Cowboys fans are disgusting, but <laughs> like I mean, but here here here's the exact point I'm trying to make is we're in the society now where you got all these fucking apps that are being created based on. So we're creating this for ourselves, right? Yes. We're creating this for ourselves as a society to say that you have these things in common. You guys should chat. And it's like, fuck that. Fuck that. You know, opposites attract sometimes too. Absolutely. In, in magnets, they're the best way to attract. But in, in relationships, you know what? Sometimes you don't see eye to eye, but you can have a really in-depth, deep conversation with somebody on the nuance of differences. And sometimes you can really appreciate and where that person comes from. You know, I think the best way, like in my, in my life as a salesperson, it's like, I love to tell a story. And sometimes when someone tells me a really compelling story of a situation they've gone through that I can never appreciate for the life of me. Like if there's a woman who's gone through childbirth and she's lost her child, I don't get the full How do you relate to impact that? of that. I can't. I you can't. can't. It's, phys- it's impossible. But to if they can it. tell me how that's shaped their lives and how that's changed their views, all of a sudden I might be sitting with them and be like, holy shit, you have had a monumental shift of how I view certain types of scenarios because yeah. I never re- – that doesn't impact me, but it impacts you. Yes. And so that's where a key difference can really – help you appreciate that person and understand the true core of that person. So for me, it's like my views on relationships have been like, fuck the tenders of the world. Fuck the try and set this person up because you both love sports. You're both hilarious people. It's like, you know what? I can organically meet my own people. And to me, it's kind of like, I take the opposite approach. I tell, I actively tell people I don't want to date. But I will say this, if someone really piques my interest, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not going to say I'm not going to pursue that. Cause I, yeah, you, I, I don't think you're like a closed door kind of guy. I'm not like, like, like I get what you're saying. Like there's a sliver of a chance that you might open up towards that, but at the same rate, you're very consistent in what your approach is towards dating relationships, whatever. And that's commendable because you don't fuck around. You don't lie. You don't lie. And so many people are just lying. So many people are just like, there's so many self-sabotagers. Like people that sabotage relationships where shit seems like it's going so good. And then they just sabotage it. Like, you know, for no, for no reason. 
Yeah, I think... You don't like your pad thai fucking spicy enough. Well, we can't be together. I like it extra (laughs) spicy. Like, you know, like people that just search for the most mundane, stupid... Oh, it's... Yeah, it's yeah, it's stupid. Exactly it's like, saying. well, you're not you're not ready to date then, and and you don't want this. So why are you why are you making up shit to make it seem like it's not a you thing? It's it's a me thing. Yeah, I don't know. You bring up great points. Like you really do. I think that you have a very good scope of of where you're at with shit. But I think the other thing is like it's like people lie to themselves more than the other person, right? Like they might genuinely think that they're ready for a relationship and they're just, they're just not. And I don't like, you can't, you can't really, it's wrong to try and influence that. Like, I think they got to come to that conclusion on their own. You know what I mean? So it's tough because for me, I've been in that relationship where it's like, you think you meet this fucking phenomenal person. And then it's like, ah, shit. You know, there's all these shitty qualities. But sometimes it's petty as fuck, like you said. Oh, we, so don't, like the, we don't like the same pad tie. Like, what the fuck? Is that really something we want Who to pick a battle a over? Who gives a shit? Right? But people legit, and I've been in that fight before. Yeah. I have been in that fight. People, yeah, I don't fucking get it. It's ridiculous. It is. Hey! So awesome. We just had... A female come in downstairs into the uh, into Professor Hot Sauce's bachelor pad. We're gonna get her on the podcast pretty soon. Hey, we're we're in a really in depth conversation. Do you want to join us or or not? No. Okay. So we're just gonna continue on. We're gonna get you a beer though, because I know you'll have one of those. And we're just gonna continue on. We might have to edit this out. I don't know. How are you doing? Good. Sweet. We'll be like. <laughs> You're, you're cool. 10 minutes listen to us talk about relationships. If you really want to throw some input in, you definitely can. All right. So back to the podcast. If anyone's looking for sponsorship opportunities, I can, <laughs> I can really use some new chairs. I could really use some they new chairs. They are legit terrible. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I think, yeah, that one's broken as fuck right there. It is. It's the second. This one's the word. The one I chose the worst one on purpose. Yeah, but you broke that tonight again again so. it's yeah well it was already pretty bad but all right so the the thing is like the key thing i want to say is don't lie to yourself Truth. about what you want in in a relationship like if you want to go to 10 different cities have 10 different girlfriends in montreal vancouver miami machu picchu wherever it doesn't Cairo, matter it doesn't matter but the thing is it's like i just hate this idea that you have to fit a standard. I had a good friend of mine. He's on the podcast regularly. His name's Random Guy. I'm going to call him out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and him and my buddy went out one night and they went to a bar. And this one girl says, I have these rules for dating guys. They got to be six feet tall. And then Random Guy's like, well, sweet. My buddy's out. He's 5'7". And I'm only 5'10", but I'm the closest thing to, to six feet. Like, they got to be the same age as me. And she was, like, 33. And Buddy was 41. And Random Guy's, like, 34. I was like, fuck yeah, another point in my favor. So, they ended up going on a couple dates. But immediately to, mer- to, to me, when I heard that story, I was like, I would have told that girl to fuck off as soon as she brought up any kind of rules. Okay, so, so 
just to reiterate what we talked about earlier, you are very adamant about what you do and don't want as far as relationships. Is it a problem that a woman wants certain parameters as well? Because in the same respect, it's like, I respect that too. If a girl doesn't want to be with a guy who has kids, a girl doesn't want to be with a guy who's been married before, a girl doesn't want a guy that's under six feet tall, whatever the fucking case may be. I get that you're saying that it's limiting people, and we've talked about this. It's like, I feel like you really like limit the, the pool of guys or women that you're trying to date. But at the same time, it's like, they have every right to want that shit too, right? Like if you don't want to be with this, this person who doesn't want this, this, or this, no, why I, the fuck not, right? Like, so I respect that when a woman knows what she wants and doesn't want, that's also, that's also cool. No, okay, here's the entire point of our conversation is I think it boils down to honesty, really. True. And we've talked about this multiple times. Whatever, you can lie to me. You can lie to me. Just don't lie to yourself. Yeah, okay. Our our buddy our buddy X, he'll say the opposite. He'll like, don't don't lie you can lie to yourself, but don't lie to me. That's his favorite line. I love it. <laughs> but no, that's honestly that's honestly it. Don't lie to yourself. Don't I wanna hear that. Listen, if if that's somebody's goal in life. Again, I'm okay with it. If somebody wants to have kids, I want to know that right up front because I don't want to waste my time. Like if this is going to be a deal breaker, and you know what? That probably should be a deal breaker. Those are the types of things you should be fighting about, not what kind of pad thai you want to order for supper. <laughs> but I like spicy pad thai. Like, what, what's the problem? Like, but that's not. I mean, I ar- want somebody who wants it spicy. That's not an argument worth having. Kids are an argument True. worth having. I, I, one hundred. We're on the exact same page. The, the whole point of my sort of like devil's advocate on that, on what you were saying, is like, I get, and you know what, I, I like the scenario I brought up with the woman I know that she's like, I want a guy who's this, he has this, he has that, he has whatever. You've limited yourself to this pool of guys that really don't even exist. And you're not even talking about- there's three of them. Yeah, there's three. Okay, let's say there's like even a dozen of these guys. You haven't even met these guys. You don't even know what your chemistry is with these guys. You have no idea what their personality is. It's like- Oh, that's not important. Well, yeah, well, apparently, right? Like, so it's like, what what are you basing your, because, like I said, the shit that you think that's important really isn't, really isn't what what's important. That doesn't. It's non-sustainable. Well, I'm gonna devil advocate you. Perfect to them. It to them <laughs> again. To them, it is right. Yeah. So that's the respect. That's a that's the respect you gotta have. Listen, I don't even want to talk to that person anyway. You know what I mean? So I'd rather know up front if if they have those rules. Great. I'll get the fuck out of Dodge then. There's a, there's a lot of other potential women that are great people that I could meet. Yes. That based on your criteria of a successful relationship, yep. or, I'm not going to meet those. That's what I'm I mean. It's irrelevant. Like you said, like, like we said it right off the bat, sometimes like opposites attract and that's, but it's, that's very true. But it's, like you, have you ever met like a couple and you're with a when you and you're hanging out with them and they're close to you and you're like how the fuck are these people even together like they just seem yes. like complete polar opposites but they are like the happiest people ever and it's like how the fuck did you guys even get together like this doesn't make any sense to me well and I'll tell you the opposite scenario you can see people that you think are the greatest couple in the world all of a sudden they're filing for divorce well that happens a lot but that happens a lot more than like the scenario that I'm talking about with like my parents my parents 
were married early and like my mom legit fucking hates my dad's guts. <laughs> like I know she does, but she would never back out of that situation because that's just the the era that she grew up in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, it's almost like this necessary evil where you've like been together for like 40 years and it's like, holy shit. Like what's my life without dude, this what the fuck? Like, yeah. really this is this is what you turned out to be like you you know what i mean like and um in a sense it's like you got that spectrum and i don't think that happens a lot nowadays because i think more people are willing to just back the fuck out like and give up when they shouldn't give up see that's the people people criticize me for that people what, say giving, I, up, giving up too soon yeah for sure like I, I don't do the opposite have you ever known me to have a girlfriend no, actually, well, never. They, there you go, right? So you know it's the opposite for me. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, uh, yeah. Mm, okay, okay, good, good point. Let's talk about this. Now, Let's talk about it. MGK. Hot sauce. Yes, that's me. <sighs> G-Dub, I can't wait, buddy. <laughs> you not wanting a relationship is based on what, though? Because you've, I've heard of relationships you've been in, and what, what was the dismay of that? What was the breakdown of that? Explain we, it. We, we've talked about the fact that I'm not 100% opposed to relationships. I know you're not. I'm just saying it's going to take something pretty special. I'm not actively seeking it out. So other people are actively seeking it out and trying to, I feel like, mold somebody into their ideal relationship partner. That's not something that I do. I know you don't. If it's something that happens, then fine. I forget your question. You're asking why it doesn't work out. No, I'm asking about of these relationships. You've been in, you've been in serious relationships. What has been the breakdown of oh, those relationships? It's, it's, has it been like this, like you just described this molding, like they wanted you to turn into this person that you're not. Did, did it, is it just fear of you being committed to somebody? Is it this loss of what you think that you want in your life and the direction of what you want your relationship there's a there's a huge factor this progression of relationships that we're talking about yeah this is very adamant in this so oh i get it's it. like it's like what the fuck does hot sauce want long term now we've talked about this um suspended reality relationship type shit which seems very appealing to you and i don't oh I, for that, sure i mean is. that's a great that's a great way to perceive it but it's like, would you rather have someone that you went home to every night and had like this standard relationship with if things were all working out in that way? Are you scared of people who become needy? Do you feel like people who want to see you all the time, are they needy? Yeah, I don't like that. I, I, mean, I don't think anybody likes needy, but it's like, what, to what extent? Are you searching for flaws that aren't really flaws? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's, it's one of those, it's not an easy answer. Like this is, it's a, not. And that's what I'm, this is I'm a trying to get into the heart of what hot sauce <laughs> is. Like, I want to know what the main ingredient of hot sauce is. Well, it's, <laughs> it's not an easy answer. I'll tell you that much, but it's kind of a combination of all those to, to give the political answer it, it really is like, don't give me the political bullshit give did. me the real answer like what is it is it is it the fear of yourself letting go and you feel like you've let something go because that's like what relationships are you're giving people control over your life which you ultimately don't really want so some people are comfortable with that and some people aren't because you're giving up a part of you and when, when you're in a relationship 
and you reach a certain level, it's like, that's exactly it. You're like, kind of like giving up control of, of certain shit. You're very vulnerable to say the least. Right. So I'll tell you this. My biggest concern is I do not want to sacrifice who I, I do not want to sacrifice the true self of professor hot sauce Perfect. for anything else. If somebody tries changing or molding me into their ideal mate yep. or companion, that is not what I am willing to sacrifice. So that's the answer to the question. Ultimately, sure, I'm going to sacrifice my lifestyle. I'm going to sacrifice maybe career or some other things. But but at the end of the day, the thing I will not do is I will not sacrifice what my belief system is, what my values, what my personality is. Those are things that if I'm being true to myself, I'm not going to sacrifice. So Good. ultimately, that's... That's what it is and that's what it's evolved to because before I have done that, right? Yeah. Like I've had people say, listen, this is the proper way to think on this issue. I've had my girlfriends tell me that and I'm like, okay, all right, you know, or we should do this. Okay. All right. Even if I don't like it now, it's like I have more of a backbone and I'll say, you know what? How important on a scale is this to you? If it's really hugely important to you, I will do it because I care more about you okay, than I do about the scenario. What but here's the hold up, hold up, let me though. finish. That's let huge. me let me finish though. But I'm gonna t also tell you that if this becomes the norm, that this might become an issue for me. So the ultimate thing is it's that brutal honesty to somebody, right? Like I can't fear telling somebody something that deep down will hurt them, knowingly will hurt them, but I'm not going to sacrifice that for them. No, and that's, no, that is completely like what I love about um, how you approach shit. It's like you have those difficult conversations. If there's something that's not cool with you, you have no problem having those situ like those, those shitty conversations. Yeah. And that's good. Because you need that in a relationship. You know what? Or else you get into this like phase of like being in this like shit you don't want to be in. And it's like all it took was having a conversation being like, you know what? I'm really not cool with this. I'm really not cool with that. Like whatever. If like we're going to like if this is going to work, like we can't proceed this way. And that's what I appreciate about you because you're like you've been very adamant. And I know firsthand that like, you know what? I don't know if like relationship hot sauce is relationship hot sauce. No, I, I no of... relationship no relationship hot sauce is relationship hot sauce. I don't know if relationship hot sauce is the ultimate professor hot sauce. Well, so this is true. That's the key. Well, that's true. You're 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 very like split on We've talked about it already on the start of this podcast. It's like you're not opposed to finding what you want. But at the same time, you're not willing to sacrifice what you want. And that comes to like my first point being, you need to be like full cup. Like if you're happy with hot sauces life, then that's cool. If you're happy to bring somebody else into your life, that's really cool because you have to be like in love with your life and happy with where you're at in your life to be able to bring somebody in. And like, I think that's, you're very true to that, right? There's one guy, I've had him on the podcast he says, I live a good life. Yeah, he does. And that's how I look at myself too. And ultimately, that's all I really care about. You have and if to. And if it involves a girlfriend, a wife, a friend, 
no fucking if it involves no female friends if it involves a female friend if it involves a female friend with benefits if it involves a wife if it involves 10 women like, across... Like your wife, not somebody else's wife. Let's Even be... if it involves someone else's no, wife. No, <laughs> it can't involve somebody else's Why wife. Why not? What if they are into that? There's people well, who are into that. I mean, that. truth. <laughs> There's people... <laughs> you can't prop that. There's people that are into that. There's people who will I say, know, but that means that you they're in a rough wife. place where they're, they're... Not they're... necessarily. Some people just are like, I want to... Okay, well, you're talking like open <laughs> relationships. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, but we've had at it. the same rate, it's like... You need to be happy with what you want in your life and what the person you want, like they want in your life. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. I guess my point is, it's like I've met women that are like, yeah, I want this in my life and I want that in my life and I want to like date people. But it's like ultimately they're not open to actually being. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Like I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that. I'm dealing with this. It's like, well, you're not even like in love with your own life. How the fuck are you going to bring me into your life? It's like, I'm happy with my life. I love my life. If you want to be a part of my life, I want to bring that. Don't expect me to bring happiness to your life. Like, I will contribute to that. But if I'm the source of your happiness or you're the source of my happiness, that's a recipe for fucking disaster. It always is. Ten times out of ten, I'm going to swear to God, like, that shit will never work. Okay? So that's why I respect that you're like, you know what? This is where I'm at. I'm hot sauce. You love me, you hate me, whatever. Yeah, it's start with yourself. Ultimately, that's what it's it is. It's all about yourself. Yeah. Okay, well, we got we got one of the hottest females that just walked in. And, uh, and she's giving you props for the, like, wife thing there. Wow, like, it's, I don't, it's all like, good. She's all, like, she's all, like, shy about it, but she literally fist pumped that. Like, she was like, yeah, you're right. Well, anyways, we should we should wrap it up. Totally. We should not ignore our, our guest here. No, absolutely not. So any final thoughts there, G-Dub? You know what, Hot Sauce? This has been a great couple episodes we've recorded tonight, and um, I'm loving life. So huge shout-out to our sponsor. Sponsor. Sponsor Churchill Beer. Yeah, exactly. We've had so many. I can't even do a proper throw. So that's hey. a, you know the sponsor's doing well. And you can expect an episode out every Sunday. If you disagree with anything we said, go fuck yourself. But honestly, you can also comment. Yeah, on comment on that shit. Don't fucking don't fuck yourself. Just like it's open a joke, your mind man. and settle down. down. Like <laughs> no, I know what you're saying, but comment on that shit. Yeah, don't be shy. Comment on our Facebook page. <laughs> on the proud with Professor Hot Sauce. Peace out. <laughs>